Alright, hello and welcome to Tamer Talk. I am your host, Mitch Mackins, joined by my co-host, Old Captain, my captain. Say hi. Hey. Uh, we're going to be talking about Tim Tim. This is a Tim Tim podcast about Tim Tim stuff. Uh, first thing I want to do is introduce myself and then shoot it over to the captain to introduce himself. Uh, I am Mitch Mackins and I am a content creator starting up just recently. And my goal is to usually put out informative stuff while also putting out some entertainment stuff uh probably focus on competitive right now but moving forward well i guess moving forward to be competitive right now would be just whatever that i can do but uh what are you doing uh I i'm more of a soundboard here um just gonna be chatting with schmick schmackens will be you know just think of me as like a casual fan so getting some casual opinions about tim tim on the marketplace. Okay. Uh, and I'm planning on this to be a weekly format, so we'll try to get that out on a weekly basis, but, uh, you know, things might happen. But, uh, first topic for the day will be our feelings in the game as a whole. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying what I think of the game. And I like to think the game is pretty well-rounded for as its state right now. Um, not a lot to it in terms of content, unless you, uh, you know, spend your time looking on everything. But if you just rush to the store, you can probably get through it, through it within a couple hours. There isn't much need to grind because the whole level balancing thing isn't absurdly different. And you can usually heal up quite a few times in the middle of a field without having to go back. Usually because of the 10 essence file, you get at least one full heal. And if you buy a few items, it's pretty easy to stay in there. Uh, the difficulty is, as most people say, is a lot more harder than... Pokemon is because it's not just like stats versus stats it's actually strategies and what's it called uh, concepts against each other as opposed to just hit strong move against weak mon <laughs> and uh, I, I like that a lot the first one was a bit weak I'd say but I also didn't pick the most interesting Temtem I uh, I started with Crystal and then I got a Tateru which I later dropped off for a uh, Saku, and I kept my uh, 2i for the longest time until I started co-oping with Captain here, and noticed that probably don't want a Temtem that's not going to evolve on my team, so <laughs> didn't really use it too much until like we got to the last island where you know wind strong gets toxic, and I didn't have any other wind types. So, what are your thoughts on the game, Captain? Yeah, I'd say so far, of course, it is an early access, and it feels like early access. Uh, actually, from a very early point in the game, it, you can really tell that it's unfinished. But that being a point against it, it is excellent, even in its current state. There... There comes to to minds the the uh, Mega Man, the game Mega Man. It gets brought up with being one of the games that has the the best level one design, um, where in order to complete the first bit of the game, you have to sort of master a lot of the mechanics. And I feel like Tim Tim has a pretty good approach to that with its its level design too, or its like island design, um, and going into islands design. You start off the game and immediately you're you're confronted with challenge. Like uh, you're gonna lose some battles. You 
will probably lose the first couple of battles you get involved with. Maybe fact, at least one. Yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> supposed to lose the first one. Well, uh, I was trying to avoid some spoilers there, schmickschmackens, but um, yeah. Yeah, you're going to lose the first battle. Uh, and I think it does a good job of, of setting the tone that loss is a part of the game. Um, it's it's just a part of the, the curve, the learning curve. And that's exciting. Um, it's, it, loss demands that you learn, uh, improve, change, and adapt. And the fact that there is actual opportunity to fail in the game means that there's actual opportunity to learn in the game. So coming at it from a from the beginning, it feels like Pokemon. You know, like if you've played Pokemon before, you're gonna be familiar with a lot of Tim Tim's concepts. I feel like if you're even if you're listening to this this podcast, you you've already heard these kinds of ideas or concepts passed back and forth plenty of times. But it doesn't it doesn't get stated enough because it's true. Um it's gonna feel a lot like Pokemon, but by the time you get through the first island, you you will notice a sharp difference. Well, wouldn't you agree, Shinkmackins, on that? You notice by about the first island a pretty sharp divide between the two games. Uh, other than the core mechanics being kind of different, like including stamina versus PP and all that, yeah, there's a a very strong difference in typing and what is good against what and what is good against else. And the like strength level of certain Timtim is also very apparent in it's like very early on too you find strong Timtim, but they're not as strong as you you would think they'd be because they're low level but the ones that don't evolve like pig epic Saipat, tateru they have like very like strong stat spreads but you wouldn't think that just picking them up on the road yeah well i think one of the things that really came to mind that that really stuck out the most as far as noticing sort of like the divide or like where the paths uh, start to really separate is even by the first island, I felt encouraged to use non-damaging moves. Um, which, if if any of the listeners, anyone listening right now, has ever played Pokemon, if you're between level like one and twenty-five and you're using a non-damaging move, <laughs> you're probably wasting your time in Pokemon. Like Growl, Tail Whip, uh, Splash. Like, if you're using these moves, you're wasting your time. Just go ahead, stick to Tackle or Razor Leaf or whatever else you got right there. Yeah, I think that's but, where we differ a lot in the first island because I didn't actually have a lot of those on my team as well. I was referring to earlier when I didn't uh, keep Tateru and whatnot on my team. I, I allow... Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I could not have beat the first dojo without Toxic Spore or, or Toxic Powder or whatever it's called, the one that applies the poison status. The first dojo was wiping the floor with me, but I was able to kind of like stall it out with a couple of tougher Tim Tim and uh, and poison effect. Yeah, I actually um couldn't find any that I liked that did that. I had the uh, Urshul move on Saku for a while or Kaku and Toxic mm -hmm. Spores, but I didn't find Stonewall and I didn't find anything that learned like a buff other than Shy Shield or Nimble. So I wasn't very impressed by that stuff early on, so I was just looking for stuff as I went on. Uh, mm. Which is why I, I felt like the first island was kind of weak, in my opinion. But that was mostly because I didn't know what I was doing. 
Yeah. So, like, if I actually picked up a pig epic and trained it up, I would have been a lot more happy with a pig epic on my team. But when I first thought it, I was like, this thing's kind of weird. I don't know if I want it. Yeah, you know what? Hey, let's let's talk, let's talk about some pig peck uh pig pig epic there for a second. <laughs> uh, so, what was your first opinion, first experience with pig epic? I know I remember mine. So I'm curious if you remember yours or what it was like. I saw a trainer with one and was like, I want that. But I, I, they kind of left an impression on me that it was kind of weak. So when I picked one up and saw it, it was kind of, it didn't have anything that just struck out to me as like, oh, that's impressive. You know what I mean? So I didn't actually keep it on my team, though I did want one. Yeah. Just because it was so cute. Yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely shared a s almost, almost identical um thought process to the pig epic that you did when i first saw it i was like super cute you know pig fly pink pluff you know plushy like happy go lucky pig all that kind of stuff that was great and then my first experience with one was running into it in the wild and the only move the pig epic seemed to use was bamboozle and it wasn't quite clear to me what bamboozle actually did uh in the wild mm -hmm. but what it was clear was that it took all of the stamina it did this little dance and nothing really happened yeah i would say that's one I issue with the current state of the game is it's not very clear what's going on uh, if you don't already know what's going on for some moves yeah it does take a little bit of some of the moves are not described well and i think bamboozle is, is definitely subject to that but yeah, so my <laughs> yeah, my my experience immediately like harkens back to some of those JRPGs where there's like the the like the doofus mon that is given like a doofus move or just like a, a you know either it takes too much like mana power like too much MP for it to ever be a viable monster or or it's like you know Pokemon's splash where it's like I you're doing something on screen but you're not actually doing something in the game that's exactly what I thought Pig Epic was whenever um whenever i experienced it but uh i guess you know if you're listening to this podcast we'll get, we'll probably later on in the future we'll get into some some meta talk but it turns out uh schmickmackens and myself were both pretty wrong about the pig it's a good it's a good monster yeah my uh so coming from pokemon you would think like protect was what you want because that you know protecting is everything so you would look at Bamboozle and think, oh, it only stops one thing? Well, that's kind of weak. But then you realize you can put it on something and it stays there until it gets propped. So it gets guaranteed value no matter what as long as it goes off. Yeah. Whereas Protect, yeah. if they read it, then it, it just fails, basically. And you can't use it again because it, ha it doesn't work multiple times in a row. It has a fail chance. But Bamboozle, you can just spam as long as you have the stamina for it. Right, no, right. no holds in that move or anything. Yeah. It's uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good Tim. And if they See, just I... ignore it, then it just stays there until they have to deal with it later too. Yeah. So they have to answer it. So, though we've been talking about the the first islands, and you're you're saying that the first island played similar to kind of like a Pokemon experience to you. Uh, you 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 know you you were saying that you didn't get too many differences. Uh, yeah. At first, uh, it just kind of felt like it was just more stats. On the on the enemies than it in Pokemon had, so it just kind of felt like it was just meanlessly harder, if that makes sense. Ah, uh, yeah, like it's just in, just just a harder version of Pokemon, but not like actually 
yeah, different. It didn't seem like there's any strategy involved until uh, yeah. I found some other stuff. Are you including your experience after the dojo? After the first dojo on the first uh, island? I think you helped me with the dojo on the first island, didn't you? I uh, honestly, that's so long ago. That's been about fourteen years ago now. I can't remember that. Oh no, that. I did the dojo on myself. You helped me when uh when we got to the blimp. That's right, and and onward. Yeah, it's a but max. I think yeah, I think I did the dojo on my own, and I just kind of like powered through it. So you're gonna tell me that even getting all those quests. All those side quests felt pretty Pokemon-esque to you? Oh, no, I was mostly just referring to the battle. The side quests are... It felt more like an MMO, which the game is. Yeah. So you kind of expect that kind of thing out of it. So I didn't really think too much of it at first. Yeah. The side quests are super cute. Um, I do think that they need to be improved upon. I think the quest log is the most important change that needs to be fixed. But that's, that's not anywhere in the radar right now. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's on the roadmap, so we know it's on their radar. It's definitely a point of, of conversation. Yeah, but I don't think it's coming out till winter. Right, yeah. Just like right before the release patch. Right, yeah, it's going to be one of the last features added to the game to sort of like complete the game, if you will. But yeah, the side quests, you know, I hope that they get a little bit more depth to them. Uh, I, I, if they don't, I don't think the game's at a huge loss. I don't think the game needs side quests, to be completely honest, to be a completely and utterly fun joyride. I think they're great distractions, if nothing else. So you don't feel like I, you have to move ahead all the whole time. You can kind of explore. I like the way they incorporate activity to achieving important gear slash TMs. It like kind of mixes it up a bit. You know, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen quite a few times. I feel like in this podcast, so we'll just go ahead and rip this bandaid off. Pokemon and Tim Tim are gonna be compared frequently. Yeah, well, they're the only two of their same genre that are like as comparable, other than Digimon. And Digimon is so different from Pokemon right. compared to Tim Tim. I'd say that it's it's harder to compare to Pokemon to Digimon than it is to compare Tim Tim to Pokemon. Right. So, yeah. Uh, well, in Pokemon, when it comes to getting your gear pieces and your TMs, you do, you're basically doing one of two things, right? You're either talking to a trainer, whether or not that's like walking into their house, you talk to them and you get it, or whether or not it's talking to them, you commence a battle and you get it for beating them, or you get it from just walking around yeah. and like finding it on the map or finding it in a trash can or something like that. Yeah, the older well, version too is more about exploration. The new ones is more streamlined. Yes, that's that's also true. Oh, I guess there's another way, like, you know, talking to someone. It still fill, falls under the branch of talking to someone, but, like, buying it from a store, right? Yeah. Um, well, in Tim Tim, you can talk to someone and receive your item, and you can walk around and find the item, but they add that extra sub sub branch to talking to someone where it's like questing, um, which can have uh, a couple of different con contexts to them. It could be like going around and looking for something. It could be talking to other trainers. There's a really, really interesting quest that happens later on in the game. Do we want to do we want to talk about the crystal quest? Is that okay? Like, is we okay with the spoilers? I know we already spoiled the very first. <laughs> experience of Tim Tim so like all those people who have been on the fence about buying Tim Tim and that are also listening to the podcast it's okay I can edit in a spoiler warning okay yeah if you edit the spoiler warning here we go 
So you get a quest after you you beat the what is it fourth dojo. Mm-hmm. So like go to an island yeah. with only Crystal Tim Tim and fight trainers who are also only using Crystal Tim Tim. Uh, I believe that quest is actually found on the way to the next island. It's more of a side quest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a side quest. I mean, I feel like I, I guess there are a, there is a main story quest and side quest, but yeah, whatever. It's yeah, you'll a side find quest. it doing the main quest. But it's so interactive. It's so cool like uh, going about it i hope that there's plenty more quests like this and of course i I hope for even more interesting features but like you know i what i had to do for that quest was like go catch some like specific temtem and train them and 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 make their move sets a certain way because i had at least the the information luxury of knowing kind of what i'm about to go up against yeah, um, they- so for those that don't know, uh, it's like a little dojo of Crystal Timtim, but they only allow you to use Crystal Timtim. So you have right. to limit your team that way. Right. Uh, and that's an experience that I, I've never had of any kind in Pokemon. And then, so not only am I doing this quest where I'm getting money and like playing the game and having fun that way, but then also I'm rewarded with an important... Uh, do you remember what the reward was? It was a, a gear piece, right? It was the sweatband, right? Yeah, the sweatband was one of the rewards. Yeah. I believe there was like uh, that was for the side quest. I believe it was also like an item up there too. Uh, yeah, and and a way to evolve two eye. So yeah. like I believe it was a, a TC a T a, 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 what's it called Tur Tober no no it's Turbo Choreography it's um chorus something like that technical chorus or something mm-hmm. technical course I believe they're called yeah basically the something teams like of the game you're right. Um, but yeah, like what a fun way to get my things. Like, I'm not just like battling my gym leader and getting my TM or I'm just walking around victory road and finding like using strength on a boulder and then Mm -hmm. figuring out that little puzzle. And then boom, I got my, my rock slide TM. Like this was like, go catch specific Tim Tim because your current team is not even usable. You can't even do this quest yet. Unless you're like me and you have a starter that's crystal type. Right. But like even still, like you didn't just go with that crystal type. You had to go get other crystal type. Right. Um and then and then go about this and play in sort of a way that you never really intended. And what I've uh, what I've heard from the devs is that they are planning on putting PvE content that requires you to actually do stuff like breeding to actually get a workable team to use, or otherwise it won't be on the same power level that it needs to be. Which is that's just amazing. That sounds like fun. Nope. Yeah, those that's like music to my ears. I love this idea of like having to interact with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, while we're still on the subject, uh the whole free Tim Society thing. What a beautiful way to interact with the game. Uh there are so many features in games like Pokemon or in Pokemon itself where it it's like I why why do I even have a release button for my Pokemon? Like if I caught the Pokemon, why would I release it? Um, other than I, I guess there's a there's obviously an argument where your box is getting like too full or something like that. But if your box is getting too full, you probably already have like almost every Pokemon you can get, uh, at least for the the game setting. Aside from like porting some in, but in in Tim Tim, releasing them gets you money like it, it achieves quests a weekly quest in fact uh that's awesome that's like so exciting it's like it's a reason to use the the buttons that exist in the game uh they're not just there for 
I know, fail-safe reasons. They actually serve an interactive function. Yeah, the whole purpose of even having limited space and that being able to release was because uh, your, your Pokemon were randomized and what stats they got, the IVs, and they wanted you to, like, spend a lot of time catching them and finding the right one because there's like natures and stuff too and all that kind of thing so that was the purpose behind it in pokemon i'd say and in tim tim it's it's kind of similar but they're a lot more open about it and they even reward you for catching them a lot more because they give you money when you release them for, with free tim and even a weekly uh prize for doing so many a week yes i i agree i definitely could see the pattern now that you mentioned it like that yeah it's there's there's like a, a a better incentive, if you will, to like go out and and do something to like commit to an action in mm -hmm. Tintim, in this regard because it like it 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 provides a bonus right of money and to the catch is, the Tintim. Yeah. Whereas in Pokemon, it was probably just a smarter venture to just breed them, like indefinitely, than it was to like try to go catch the right Pokemon. Uh. Yeah, because their tools were also permanent, and ours are consumable as well. So all they had to do was find the right one once. Whereas, uh, because of fertility and all the kind of mechanics, you have to find multiple copies to get so many of them if you want to like sell them or whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, no, the game very much so impressed me when I when I got it. Uh, and the devs are very communicative, which I like. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in them so far, and I feel like this is going to go places. It's probably even going to be a very strong competitor for Pokemon. Yeah, competitor is uh, it's a good word choice there because of its its emphasis on competition, too, um, which is very exciting for me. So I love PvP. Right, and the PvP in this game is uh, very interesting. In fact, the pick-ban system which anyone that plays Dodo would be very like aware of because it's kind of a very similar system. Uh, there's less bands, of course, but you, you, you come in with a, a team of eight, and first round, you both ban a Tim Tim from each side, and then you pick your two openers. Because everything comes out in the order you picked it. Right, right. It, it's, it just goes more into that whole interaction state. I don't... You know... I don't ever feel helpless or hopeless in Tim Tim. Mm -hmm. I think everything that 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 happens in Tim Tim happens because I, I I chose it to happen. Yeah, there's like very few random elements. Right. There's uh, a really no random damage modifiers for attacks. It's always the same amount every time. Uh, same amount of stamina every time. There's no crits. There's no mischance. It's all very like reliable and consistent right yeah so it allows you to plan for it and the uh, only thing that you can't plan for in that regard is like your your opponent the person right like the only real x factor is like the other competing player with that with that mind as opposed to competing with the computer yeah um which is real pvp yeah which is what you you know you can't compete with the computer another thing uh, i don't know if you actually know anything about competitive pokemon but uh, when you're playing online with doubles, you see like six, I believe, and you pick four. So you see your, your opponent's team. You don't see any other movesets or anything. You just see what Pokemon they ever presented, and you both pick four to bring with you. But you don't know which they pick. Whereas with Tim Tim, you see what they pick in the order they pick it in. It's very interactive. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. 
especially because during that whole pick band phase, which I mean, in all fairness, we could probably just make an entire session talking about the pick band phase of mm -hmm. Tim Tim, uh, because it's it's so incredible. But you know, the the first Tim, the first two Tim you pick are actually going to start off on your team. They're going to be your opening Tim. Yeah, they'll be your front so, two, and I think the person that bans first, either. Well, I don't remember which one goes first, but if someone picks one, the other person picks two, and the first person picks their second one after that. Right. Yeah. So there's like there's just so it's so rich, you know. You when you when you're competing with someone, they're bringing this. I mean, eight eight Tim Tim is a pretty strong amount of, of variety that you could bring to the table. And you just go in there, and you're like, you know, you have to think of like your team and their team, and you have to be like, this is. This is the most dangerous thing that, that my opponent's bringing to the table right now. You remove that, and then you get to start drafting up your teams, and you'll be like, okay, well, they're opening with this system. Here's the best way I can flex around that. It's just so much fun, uh, so involved. Uh, man, you could the, – the pick band phase could almost be a game itself, like its own little mini game. Like, yeah, it's and just, as a lot so, of players it, will tell you, it's the game is often like one in the pick and band phase or you know the draft, as it were. Yes, I think that's very true in most scenarios where something like a draft format, a drafting format, exists. Because let's face it, um, who you bring and who you remove is is it's just it's substantial. Mm -hmm. It's all about planning uh, and being right. prepared it's, it's for everything. A game of checkers or a game of chess, uh, whatever kind of board game you like. So. so. I'd like to move on to this next topic. Uh, relating to the previous one, what would you say is your top five Tim Tim to bring through the game with? Like campaign-wise, like single player. Yeah, like playing through the story. Mm -hmm. What do you think would be the top five like must-gets to help you through the game? Because uh, one thing to keep in mind is when you if you lose an important battle, you lose it. You can't redo it. So yeah. Unless it's like a dojo, I believe you can retry those. But like your rival battles, random bosses, no, if you lose those, you just lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like the the sec, like not the actual first time you go against Max, but the second time you go against Max, actually lost that battle, and you don't get to replay that. You just <laughs> you just continue. Like Max rubs it in, he like kicks sand in your face or something like that, calls you calls you names. No money for and you. Then, yep, just no money for you. You keep going. Oh, did you lose money? Uh, probably. I think so. I think you lose money. When you okay, because I never, I haven't lost a match other than the first round. First one. I've lost to Wild Tim Tim, and I lost money. So I'm pretty really? sure you. Yeah, if you if you lose to Max. Interesting. So. Yeah. Did, um. Do you teleport to like the Temporium? Yeah, yeah. You teleported to, or at least I think so. I think I. Oh, it might have been a station. Okay. Not an like the actual the, your last safe space, like a smoke right, bomb yeah. would. But yeah, if you smoke, like where you would go to if you smoke bomb, that's okay. pretty much where. You, so what would you say are the the five that you would recommend any starting player would grab as soon as they can? Well, now now we're mixing questions here, Zach or Smickmackins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to re to reveal your secret identity. Um, now we're mixing questions. Who I would recommend new players to play, or who I think are the the best five. Uh, no, what? I was uh, I meant to ask it for a PVE. Okay. Because right now, um, we haven't actually done too much competitive battling ourselves. We've only like played a couple times against each other just to get an idea of how the actual system works. So Right, well, what I'm saying is I think there's a difference between what I would recommend to new players to play 
or if they're trying to go through the run. And what I would recommend is like probably the best to go through the run. Okay, could you mind you know explaining saying? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, I think I would recommend something along the lines of like Genki, Nestle, uh, Leoli, um, Barnchi might even have like a little bit of play or Pigpeck, uh, just kind of incorporating them in there. So like maybe putting them as like quote unquote one Tim. So like what we're at, Genki, Nesla, Pigpeck slash Barnshi. Um, your starter, I think all th- all three of the starters are pretty pretty viable, um, pretty comfortable picks. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a a Kinu. I would say those would be my five that I would recommend to a new person to play. And the reason being is they don't require too much thinking. They're just innately powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just bring like uh, that whole ch- chain lightning. Uh, I was saying they just bring a lot of power innately. Mm-hmm. In the form of in the form of Nestle, I think that's 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 probably the best. Like that one is definitely also on what I think is the best for for PVE right now. Nestle is just insane power value at the table. Electric type is very reliably powerful against Tim that you're gonna find on almost every trainer's team. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like every trainer brings in at least a wind or a water type that you go against that has. Multiple Tim. Of course, if they have one, they could, you know, who knows what it could be. But if they have multiples, you they probably have a wind or a water. So like that electric type is great there. And then the the water type is is good against a lot of the second islands in general. Yeah. But the chain lightning combination where you're dealing damage to two Tim and healing yourself. Yeah, I think you need to mention that. I don't think you brought that up yet. The uh, electric synthesize ability. Yeah, is so valuable when it comes to abusing the computer. So for those that don't know, Nesla has one of two abilities that allows her to heal when she takes electric hits instead of taking damage. And Chain Lightning is a move where if you target a Temtem, it'll move in a clockwise uh, motion from that Temtem to two others. And so like, say you put Nesla in your bottom slot and you target their top slot Temtem, it'll hit their both of theirs and then your Nesla. And it also reduces power with each hit. So the first one's full power, second one's 70%, and the last one's 60%. And I believe you gain health based on the damage you would have received. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure on that, but I think that's how that works. I'm pretty sure I've, my Nestle's taken like a lot of healing from certain attacks before from switch-ins. Yeah. Not doing any hard testing, more like soft testing. That seems to be the answer. Like, not paying too attention super-duper hard, like checking the numbers and... Yeah. Back checking, back experimenting checking. yeah it seems like that's the that, what you're saying is correct but yeah like nestle is just so abusable against the computer saves you a lot of pan suns having to buy as much healing items yes yes completely so that feels great so like if i'm talking to a new person i'm like get yourself a nestle as soon as possible would you say that's your number one i would say that's my number one for pve and I'd say it's also the easiest Tim to like walk through the game with, at least as of right now. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens when the future islands come out. We may end up be dropping that. Right. Yes, of course. Um, 
I mean, I even think by the time you get to the, the final island, Nestle starts to kind of dwindle a bit. Well, that's a little unfair. The, the final island is kind of her counter. Right. Well, that, I mean, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, she starts to dwindle a little bit, but mm. I don't know if that is a trend that will continue on in the game or if it just, she gets roadblocked there and we get over it. Uh, from what I see uh, from people in competitive, they don't think Nestle's even a, a, a Temtem that's viable. So if things get like competitive hard in the game, then she may just be not statted well enough to actually compete. But there's still plenty of levels to gain and more moves to gain in the future. So yeah. we'll see if she gets anything new to help her out or maybe even a buff because they do plan on patching things. But they did yeah. say they uh, plan to be relatively light with the patches, uh, only focusing on the things that are just completely game-breaking and a, a huge problem and try to leave the things that are just really strong alone, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like bamboozle is something we've been talking about, and we think that they might actually like change that somehow to make it less broken, because it's a very strong and meta centralizing move, I would say. Yeah, uh, that's that's another thing that we could probably make almost like an entire show about talking yeah. about bamboozle. That's for the next topic actually, but uh, I would like to give my top five for playing through the game with. Yeah, go for it. I would like to say number one. I'd say get is definitely Nestla. For the same reasons stated before, good sustain. Make sure you get electric synthesized so you can do that chain lightning combo to make sure you don't have to use as many pan suns on healing items. Uh, very strong type combination. Of course, you won't be able to get that until after you get access to like swimming on water or I guess surfing. But uh, my my second most pick would probably honestly be Asaku because Asaku is a very tanky Timtim and that can like take a few hits and be very strong and dish out damage. And if you like buff it at all, it can just be really hard for the AI to actually deal with if you like I, if you take care of its I, counters first. I agree. I feel like I could I could agree with you and, and move like Leoli that I put on my list and like just kind of move it between Saku Leoli. Yeah, um, I think Leoli is good for supporting and Saku is great for tanking, being very bulky. Right. And receiving the support. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess a lot of mine would also be from the first island well because I think Gonki is also a great choice because the typing is so great. But you want to evolve that like super fast so it, you get rid of its really bad ability because it's got two bad abilities to help balance it out. But yeah. um, it, it has access to this, this move called Sparks, which will buff your Temtem's special attack by one stage. Uh, you can target yourself or another Temtem with that, so you can actually like make a sweeper out of any kind of Temtem that you have with that alone while also being a very strong defensive typing for the early game. Mm-hmm. Which also combos with Nestle because it also gains Chain Lightning. And I would honestly avoid keeping your starters on your team, personally. I, I don't. I wasn't very impressed with Crystal, and I believe Hoochick falls off after the first island pretty hard. And Smazzy is interesting, but I don't know exactly how strong... How, would you, how strong would you say your Smazzy was throughout the whole campaign? God, I loved every minute of it. Um, it well, I say that the the worst Smazzy felt was at the first island. Mm-hmm. Before you actually um, had the synergies with it, right, right. Before I had synergies with like the the fever rush in vig or show off the fever rush show off combination. Um, but man, once once I had that and had access to like other melee tim to to really benefit from that, Smazzy just felt abusable. Just like you could dominate 
any like like no no trainer actually scared me. It was kind of like, do I want to go in here with my like smazzy cheese, or do I want to try around with some other Tim? Because mm-hmm. like I knew if I if I if I kicked the door down with some smazzy cheese, it was it was it was an easy win. Okay. Well, I'd say my fourth Tim Tim then. I'm not going to include the stars I didn't use because it'd be kind of biased. Or I guess it wouldn't be. It'd be basically using your opinion, which I don't think I should do right now. But uh, my opinion would be for the fourth symptom you should get is either a scrunch or a scale or a Cypat because they are very strong powerhouses early on and they don't really fall off too much later because their typing is very strong and they have really good power uh, stats. So their attack is really high. Yeah, that brawny ability that scrunch brings to the table is... Woo! Yeah, and then I'd say my fifth one is when you get to the second island, uh, definitely Kinu, like you said before. Kinu is one of those yeah, Tim-Tim Kinu. that will basically carry a, a a boss fight by just switching in because you get that protector ability, you get that free plus one, plus one on special defense and defense. Switch out, maybe heal. Who knows? You can do a lot with it. You can get buff spells, you can give it a heal spell. It even has this move called, uh, I believe, photo, or it's either photosynthesis or... Guy. I think it's photosynthesis where it gains its stamina back, like fifty percent of it. Photosynthesis is the fifty percent. Gaia is like you regenerate all of your stamina. It has access to one of those two if you breed it. it so has both of them. Both I'm of them. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it has photosynthesis without breeding, but it definitely has access to Gaia. Okay, I I'm think like, Gaia is the one I'm thinking of because I think photosynthesis is what lowly gets, and you need to breed it with that to get it. But uh, either way, it has stamina sustain, which means you can keep it in play for a very long time as long as you know what you're doing against the enemy. Because they don't they don't switch, I've noticed, which I think I, is one thing I hope that changes is I hope I see the enemy start switching so that way you're forced to st- change up your strategy. But since they don't switch, it, you can set up a, a a board state where they have no Tim Tim that can threaten the, your two Tim Tims set up and then sweep from there, which I think yes. is the most abusable thing about the AI right now is they just don't switch. Yeah. I, I can agree with that completely. Like the lack of switching makes it to where a good sweep setup um, really works. I also hope that that changes. And I, I think it will, but they need to develop the AI for it for, for, first of all, or at least the uh, the basic, you know. Yeah. Also, enemy. it's at the current way that the game is slated to exist. Uh, I think it's about right. You know, like I, if switching was happening already. God, the game's already hard enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we're we're supposedly only halfway through the game, right? Uh, so, I you could save the switching for a little bit later down the road, <laughs> but I do hope it it shows up. There's also some give and take too, because keep in mind when you switch, you're giving up a turn to get a a different Tim Tim in. So if right. if you can read the AI and when they want to switch, you also can just can just get a free you know hit or super effective hit or I guess uh, two times hit. You don't they don't use those words yeah. for obvious reasons, but uh you can get a free double damage hit on a, a Tim Tim if you read the switch correctly. Like so you throw out a Tim Tim that you know that they don't they'll beat their board state and if they start switching, they'll the way AI work is they have set patterns that they're set to do. So once you figure that out, you can abuse that very easily. They don't they're not as random as humans are. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's one thing I hope to see. But yeah, get you some of those symptoms from the first island and then you'll honestly be fine for most of the the current content. But I'd recommend that you just try out whatever Tim you see and if you like it, keep it. Because that's what I did when I when I left it on. I just tried out Tim and it looked cool. Yeah. 
but I also had one in mind from the start that I wanted because I spoiled myself. While 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 encouraging people to try out Tintin that they see, I feel obligated to emphasize if you're wanting to try out a Tim make sure you breed it to level one and then try it. Because you don't want to be sitting on a Riber that you caught at like level twenty two that doesn't evolve until fifteen levels from there, which right. means it's not gonna evolve until level thirty seven. And you're not even going to get it to its final evolution. Which because, some would argue is worse. Yeah, so, some would argue that it's worse. I mean, it's just a different Tim. It's right. just a different Tim. It's not worse or better. It's just what you want out of one, you get out of, of the other. So Yeah, I would say one's a support and one's a sweep. Right. Um, but yeah, so like if you're, if you're wanting to try out a Tim, uh, you, you definitely want to breed it and try it from level one. And if you don't mind, check out the wiki. See the information they have out there and see what it can learn and what it's capable of if you want to, you know, do it that faster, essentially. Like, if you are the kind of person that would rather try stuff in person, that's also cool. But if you would like to actually, like, look ahead of time and see if it's worth your time trying, check out the wiki. It's very helpful. Uh, mm -hmm. It's, uh, I believe it's timtim.gamepedia.com. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And I, they don't need our plug. You're looking for Tim Tim. You Google it, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, Google Tim Tim Wiki, you'll find it. It's a pretty good site so far. There's a few missing pages, I'd say, but it's still also a new game and yeah. new stuff. So things are changing and, every day. And as someone who's played the game and someone who also likes to, like if you are someone that doesn't want to use the wiki, I also am a, is a, am a fan of not using the wiki, especially on sort of like a the, the maiden voyage. I will tell you that you're not... Uh, you're not going to lose too much by looking at the wiki uh, on that first trip because the game is pretty deep. Right. Uh, uh, you just gain playing, more information is all. Yeah, if you're playing something like Pokemon, not trying to slam on it too hard or anything, but like uh, when you're playing a new game of Pokemon, a lot of the new is just them being new Pokemon. Or it just being a new island, like a new a new region. Um, but the game itself is it's, it's been the same game since Gen two. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it's the same exact game. Whereas in Tim, if you were to go on the wiki and look at every single page, read about every single Tim, you would still be wonderlust playing the game. Right, because there's a lot more to it than just oh look at these shiny monsters. Yep, the interactions, finding new synergies. All that kind of stuff, yeah. You, you're so don't be super afraid to look at the wiki. It's not going to ruin everything. Of course, if you don't want to do it. Oh, and uh, one it. thing I think is important to mention. So if you're given a Tim Tim by the AI that includes your starter, it always has the same stats. So don't bother soft resetting. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you're someone that's trying to abuse the system with soft resets, uh, the game is, you know, proof from you. Yeah. There's also a. Uh, it's also an MMO. So resetting is not as easy as save and load. It's a full reset from the start. So there's there's also no like save scumming later on either. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So moving on, do you want to talk about the meta a little bit? The meta this is uh, like the yeah the competition. Uh, I I've only been a part of the comp like or following the competition. I've not been a part of it at all. I actually don't even have a ranked account yet. Um, Same. I'm working my way there. 
yeah, but I'm really excited for changing that soon. I their actual ranking system might be out by the time I I'm comfortable to get into it, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe I reach it sooner than planned. Yeah, I hope to but, actually use the uh, bot they put out recently. Well, not they yeah. as in Prima, uh, but some fans. Yeah, Temporium. Right. Um, Great the, Discord, the, by the way. Go check it out. Yeah, the the competitive seems very interesting. I've I've watched a couple of YouTube videos, and I've even, you know, kept my eyes on a couple of tournaments, uh, in-game tournaments, and. There's, there is a meta. Yeah, it exists. Uh, I would so say... there are gonna be some Tim that you're gonna see on probably every team. But man, it's still flexible. Like you, right. you go in there and you can see. Like by the time you get into the semifinals or maybe even just one stage before that, no two teams look identical. There's usually a pig yeah. epic though. There's yeah, there's usually, usually a pig a, epic. There's usually a Volrend. There's usually a pick epic. But, you know, there's, like, uh, Gyalis or Valish lineups. Some people run the Barnshee. Sometimes you're going to find a Gazuma on the team. Sometimes you're going to find, like, you know, it, there's there's just some... There, a lot of the Tim are viable. So, like, you know, if you wanted to do, like, an S, A, B, C, D tier and all that kind of stuff, uh, it doesn't mean that, like, the D tier Tim are just inferior altogether. It just means that they're specific. A couple of them are, yeah. I'd say. There's a few unfortunate ones in this game, but not many. Yeah, there are some that are vulnerable to bad luck, but also some of those could. It's, it's still be, early. Yeah. Yeah, could be susceptible to changes. Uh, and, just with m- new moves and things like that. Yeah, most of the issues right now is like move pool. Yeah, well, like like some of the, some of the quote unquote worst Tim right now don't have their third stage. Yeah, the starters. So like. Well, of course they're gonna be look. They're gonna look a little dry compared to the others because well, they're not even mm-hmm. finished. But if you look at Tim Tim uh, like Noxottle and or Toxottle or whatever the uh, the poison dog looking thing, if you yeah. look at that kind of thing, it's got really great stats, but this move pool just doesn't fit. Same thing with Anna here. It's got really great defensive stats, but it's it's got like an offensive sweeper kind of stat or a uh, move pool, which is like well, counterproductive. Doesn't it, doesn't it have heat up though? It does, but you wanna when you heat up. Something that has like bad stats, it's not as big of an improvement as heating up something with good stats. If that makes sense. So if yeah, you, yeah. If you double I, your attack when it's fifty, it's a hundred. If you double your attack when it's hundred, it's two hundred. So you, you kind of want something that's already got some stuff in the attack. Look, the Tim still sees play though. It does a little bit. Still, still runs heat up. Well, yeah. I mean, some of them do, and that's that's another thing too. So like, not only the Tim diverse, but some of the move lists are pretty diverse too. Like. I would say Anna here a, is one of the less diverse ones, though, because you kind of like have to run that heat up build. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's unlikely that you're gonna see a pig peck pig peck mirror with them having the exact same move list. Everyone's That's true. got their own little spice, their own little season that they're gonna have on there. That's part so, of why it's so good. Yeah. So, are the Tim the exact same? No. Are the moves the exact same? No. And we're not even getting into the TVs. Yeah, you can like build your your team to be a specific way. You can have it either be more like speed to outspeed and deal damage first, or be more bulky to take hits, whether you go first or not. Yep, there's there's a lot of finesse, a lot of pizzazz in the in the competitive. And the crazy thing is, is it's tiny. You know, like we're we're playing with what like twenty Tim. Mm, it's a lot more than that. 
I mean, I guess if you don't count all the forms. Uh, that, that's what I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm not counting all the forms. I'm just counting like basically all the final stages that are viable. Well, I'd say just count all the ones that you see. So I would count Raze and Riken. Right, Raze and Riken. You would count that. That's a rare instance where like a pre-evolution is on the list. Yeah, I'd say twenty to thirty, probably. Yeah. So like, it's tiny, man. Tiny group, and it's still rich. An unfortunate like, side effect is that there's actually a couple types that are very strong. So like wind types. The only real counter to those are electric, I believe. Yeah, yeah, electric. Let's see, defending type. Yeah, super effective. The only thing it's two times uh, against wind is electric. And there's two electric types in the game, and one of them is not really competitive viable. And the Both other one's of not... them aren't really competitive viable. I wouldn't say that. I'd say Gazuma is, like, really strong as a support in very niche situations. So, like, I'm Gazuma... actually... No. I'm actually trying to run one on my team uh, yeah. for, like, turbocharge and all that to, like use some of the stronger moves immediately so for example uh if you switch in a Tim with a hold three move and turbocharge in the same turn then it'll be able to use that immediately upon its first turn so mm -hmm. you could do something like cast extinction immediately with kapire or yeah. if you're playing with say my uh, nizdrasil you can allergic spread every turn pretty much well i guess it wouldn't be every turn because it yeah that's part of the problem with turbocharge is it's got super high priority so it always goes first so you have to like, yeah, you wouldn't actually be, able, you, you can't really use it for two turn things. So that's actually wrong. Oh, you have to use it for like three turn things and higher. Yeah. So like things like fire, tornado, that kind of thing. Very strong, strong, slow moves. But uh, yeah, I would say Kazuma, it's, it's workable, but Nestle, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is Kazuma exists is just a really good meta buster. Right. Because, because... of what's good. Yeah, the, the meta is saturated with some very delicious wind types. Water types uh, now, I think, are on the rise. At, at, the, at the time of this video, um, the, the most recent information we've got has Volarins, which is a wind toxic, being the most banned Tim in the, in the competitive scene. And that's a wind type with, I think its only weakness is electric. Am I right? Uh, wind, because toxic's weak to wind. Right, but wind resists wind. Oh, right. That's, I forget about that. So, let's see. When, yeah, that would only be ta uh, electric. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, the, the most, the most you know, agreeable in the competitive scene, Dangerous Tim, um, judging by its, its ban rating, is weak to the only viable electric type being Kazuma. So, Kazuma is functioning as a great meta buster, but outside but of that it's also got a weakness of some of the meta because if you, if you look at the a lot of the sweepers are crystal because there's nothing that's like yeah. really strong against it right yeah and so it does have a vulnerability against you could say it's like some of the more common strategies well i'd say crystal types as sweepers is actually extremely common lately from what right, i've seen yeah. so yeah, you have like your zenereths your gyalis your uh Valashes, all very yeah. common sweepers because it, you don't need to have two times hits to deal 100% of your HP. Right. Yep. So yeah, the uh, the the state of the game as far as the competitive scene definitely lends itself to its tiny tiny pool, but even the tiny pool feels well balanced. It's just crazy to say cuz like there's like realistically only one playable electric type. Yeah. And there's like there's like you know, an oversaturation of crystal and water, Tim. So, uh, and, and wind is like easily the highest tier. Like, all this stuff is predictable, yet still it feels like there's room. 
Yeah. I would say that if I saw a single change in the game, if I had to put my money on one thing being changed, like, balance-wise, I would say Crystal Spikes as a move will probably get, like, a hold one. Because right now it's, like, hold zero, so you can just keep spamming that until you're out of stamina. But for such high base power, I would... I would, I think I've heard some people say that they also expect it to also get, like, a hold. Because that would go more in line with the other abilities that are of the same power level. Yeah, that that might be the case. I mean, there are a lot of different ways to go about that, right? Like, you know, stamina interactions, hold interactions, just reducing the damage uh, in general. There are a lot of ways to interact with that. Which choice they take, I don't know. I mean, even, heck, even actually providing more competitive, like, options. So, like... You know, like crystal spikes is whatever one twenty, I think, power on a on a crystal tim, no hold. Uh, and if there's just an also a water that has the same power, and also an earth that has the same power, and also a toxic that has the same power, then all of a sudden crystal spikes doesn't look so incredibly unique. It's just the crystal version. Because there are very few things power. that resist it. Right. So. So there there are plenty of ways that they can interact with it. I think as far as like a move that just—I mean, we 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 foreshadowed this. The move that needs the most attention in the game right now is Bamboozle. If you were to ask me, um, in fact, honestly, I would say it's probably the only move in the game that really needs some attention. Yeah, I could see that too. I think probably the best thing to do for that is probably a hold one. Uh, maybe. Maybe a hold one is the the right way to go. I think that it probably should be interacted on a more stamina based approach. Because uh, what I see, so here's here's the way I, I envision it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bamboozle counters a move, okay. And when I say counters a move, you know it, it prevents a move from happening. Excuse me. Uh, if, if we could go into if we if you could indulge me for a moment, I'm going to talk a little bit about Magic the Gathering, which is a you know, card game. If anyone's listening. Um, but in that game, there's a, there's stuff called counter magic uh, that gets pretty frowned upon because of the way that it interacts with resources. So, you know, you turn one, you gain a resource. Turn two, you gain another resource. So you're at two now. Um, and so this tempo progresses as such. Well, it's not super easy to get that stuff, those resources. You know, it takes these turns. It takes time. And if you use a card that counters it, that costs very few resources, and it counters a thing that costs all of your resources, then you gain a major tempo advantage. Makes counter magic very good. In this situation, think of Bamboozle as the counter magic. If Bamboozle caught, do you know the exact number? I think it's 14 stamina. I want to say it costs 12. Let me check that real quick. Go in here on the very helpful wiki. Wait, pickaxe at the bottom, that's right. Yeah, one of the three bamboozle, bamboozle users in the game. No, I cost 16 stamina, my bad. 16. 16 stamina, okay, 16 stamina. Um, we were both wrong. We were both close. Yeah. Um, okay, so 16 stamina. So, in the event that someone uses bamboozle, anytime your opponent uses stamina, or like a move, that costs more than 16 stamina, you're gaining a pretty big advantage at that point. So what was Crystal Spikes? We talked about that. That's probably the most common, like, offensive, like, you know, damage. Like, when you're trying to swing home. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's home, 27. 27. That is 
That is 11 stamina. That's almost an entire other move that Bamboozle nets you. Right. And if, if you, you think about how much you get back per turn, like percentage-wise, you basically spend nothing. Right. Yeah, especially if you, I mean, especially if you start abusing sweat band or oh. something like that, like when we get into those kinds of conversations. So one like, other thing, um, we it, forgot to mention priority as well, is the thing in the game. Yes. So that well, might be I, how it changes too. About, yeah, I don't know about forgot, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's true. You're right. You can interact with moves by affecting their priority. That's a good way of, of bringing it up. That's actually an excellent point. But, but yeah, so Bamboozle does this thing where like it, it affects the viability of other moves even because like why would you commit to this you know what could be like 30 stamina no hold move that's super powerful when it can just get bamboozled off yeah it makes people want to like double target just so the first one gets popped and then the second one does the damage yeah it shapes combat just completely like like conversations of team builds and and move lists are based around bamboozle uh frequently i know one sec i want to go back to crystal spike so quick i forgot this even was a thing uh, i was looking at the priority of it it's actually level three priority which means you get 1.5 times speed on that move as well on zero hold man that's dank yeah, that's, I think that's part of why this one is so strong specifically is because there's 120 base power, zero hold, and you get a bonus to speed on it. So you're almost always going first. That is ridiculous. Yeah, so actually... um, And its, its animation is good. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. But it's like a very strong counter to Bamboozle specifically because if you have a Timtim that can outspeed a uh, Pig Epic with just a 50% boost, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, well... Bamboozle, man. That 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 ability needs to be touched on. Yeah, I think they to... might all be also lower the priority to level one as an option too, which is uh, yeah. half or half speed, I believe. Uh, that yeah, and that that could be a good way to do it. I think another thing too is like when you think about bamboozle, there are other moves that have implied similar effects. Like what is it? Intimidation. Yeah, that's essentially or... the uh, equivalent to protect in this game. Uh, let me see if I can't find who has that. So I believe uh, Uchik has it. Mazzy has it. Um, I think that Barnchi also gets it. Oh no! Yeah, Uchi I know Barnchi does. Let me just look at Barnchi. Um, I knew it was it a makes, mental type. Yeah, it makes those moves. Well, let, let's just draw an actual comparison. Let's talk about these two these two moves compared to each other. Mm -hmm. So let's look at intimidation. It is, let's see, twelve stamina. Two hole, okay. which means you can only use it on the third turn that your Tim Tim is out, and level one priority, which means it's slower than most moves. Whereas Bamboozle is 16 stamina, zero hold, regular priority, which is level two. So yeah, okay, so stamina comparison. Bamboozle loses, right? Like it costs more stamina. Mm -hmm. Four more. Yeah, four more stamina, which is not all that relevant. I mean, if it was like five more, maybe we have a conversation. Four more, it's it's about whatever. a quarter percent more, but yeah, yeah, it's almost a tie at that point. It's almost negligible, not negligible, almost. Then you look at the uh, hold, zero to then two. Then we go to the hold. That is a huge blowout. Yeah. The difference between being able to use it at the beginning of the game. So if it's your opening Tim, it can use it on turn zero. Yeah. If you want to think about and it also, this way too, um. 
Intimidate lasts a turn, so it, after you use it the first time, it kind of has a hold one. You mean like it doesn't activate the turn that you use it? No, it does, you... but like it, it, it goes away the next turn. So your turn, the next turn happens, you're protected that whole turn, and then it goes away. But then you've already got a hold gained on it, so you've, you've gotten one out of two. Oh, okay. So I on see. your next turn, you can't use it. Yeah. So so that it it effectively gets that protects 50% rule where you can only use it every other turn. But the, only after the first three turns of it being in the field. Right. Uh, so, but, yeah. So when we get into the hold competition, Bamboozle is blowing it out of the water. Being able to use two... Like, you can use Bamboozle two times before you even have the option to use Intimidate. That's huge. And then Priority. So. Yeah, Bamboozle has regular Priority and Intimidation has half Priority, which I, I believe that the reason for that is because it takes effect immediately. So if it were mm -hmm. to outspeed, outspeed something like the slowest Timtim in the game, Goodlibers, which is possible with that, uh, with the regular speed of Barnsley, it would probably even count two turns of, of protection from everything. Yeah. Which is why it's lower priority. That is, that is just some rough stuff, man. So Bamboozle is winning two out of three. Pretty hard, two out of three. I think, if you ask me. So it's like that's that's another that's another complication that Bamboozle brings to the table. Not to mention versatility. Intimidation only works on the Tim that's using it. Right. We didn't mention that. Be, yeah, Bamboozle can be applied to a teammate. It can be applied to yourself. It can be applied to your opponents, Tim. You know, very meta. Uh, <laughs> you know, Trixie's way of playing the game. Yeah, I need to double check that because I I'm, I saw a video earlier about uh, something buffing itself when it had bamboozle effect on it. So I'm not sure if that blocks other things buffing or itself buffing, or if it was changing the patch or not. I have to do some testing with that, but uh. I'm pretty sure if you like stonewall something with bamboozle on it, it gets blocked. But if you like heat up, I don't know if it gets blocked. Yeah, things where you have to target yeah. the uh, the 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 you know if you don't target yourself with a heat up, but you have to target with stonewall. So like if you know your opposing player's Kinu has revitalize, which heals itself and the thing it targets for twenty five and ten, or both twenty five of the other one's nature, you could target the. The other Tim Tim bamboos, and I believe it blocks the whole effect. Yeah, we would have to experiment before we would confirm, but uh, yeah, yeah, just an idea to throw out there because you can't use it on your opposing uh, opponent Tim Tim, which is something to yeah. think about. It's not something to forget. Don't worry, we'll hear about whether or not it's true or false in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I want I want to know. Um, but, but uh, yeah, so bam with, with bamboozle that... is is the biggest point of conversation I think in the whole competitive concept right now. Yeah. I mean, every team's got a pick epic or pick epic on it. Yeah, and almost every team's got a barn sheep, and that's just another reason. It's just another team that has a bamboozle. Yeah, in so case you... your pick epic gets banned, got a barn sheep. That's right. Or if they like ban the barn sheep, you got a pick epic. That's right. Or if you're crazy, you got a goodler. No one has a goodler. Actually, people do have a goodler. That's what I mean. The format is open. Yeah, the slowest Tim Tim in the game still gets played because it's got other strengths. Mm hmm. But yeah, yeah, we're about at time right now, so I think we should go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, this has been Tamer Talk with Shishmackens and Captain My Captain. Or, oh, Captain yeah. My Captain, my bad. You're fine. 
But uh, thanks for listening. Next time, we'll see about getting a guest on to join us, but we're still working on that. If not, it could just be the, the two of us again. But uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any suggestions for me. Uh, let me know if the editing was good or bad. I I, intend, I have some ideas right now, but I'm not too sure how, how well they're going to turn out. Let me know if the sound levels are right, if you need to adjust them, that kind of thing. I'm fully wanting feedback right now. Be as harsh as you can. Ooh. <laughs> it's okay. I can moderate. Yeah, someone's a Dark Souls player. Yeah, I'll have to remember to actually uh put those spoiler warnings in too so people don't get spoiled if they didn't want to. Mm. But yeah, with that said, this has been Tamer Talk. I'm your host, uh, Schmishmackens. You go ahead. Hello? Hello? I was waiting for you to like also say your name. I'm O-Captain, my captain. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>